your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Hey again, or hello for the first time, if this is the first podcast you are tuning into. So the question for this one is from Julie, and she's asking, what are some handy tips that you can do to get and keep your horse's attention? So this is a really, really big one, and it needs to be emphasized because it's one of the more lacking things uh, in most people's horses. Now, as far as being on their back, there are things you can do to get your horse in a habit of where he keeps his focus and his mind frame. And where you want that to be is, you know, on the rider and or on the task at hand. So, for example, like, the first time I would ride a, a young horse or whatever outside of a pen, like out through a pasture or something like that, the uh, one of the biggest things that I do with those horses is I set my reins and my hands to where my hands are about, I don't know, two and a half, three feet apart, you know, riding two-handed. And I adjust them to where there's only about an inch or two of slack in each one of those reins. And I keep my hands, uh, we just call it forward, wide, and low. And basically what this does is it makes it to where if your horse starts to look off to the left, he kind of just automatically runs into the right rein and vice versa for the other side. So generally after just, you know, four or five rides on these, even these real young horses, these colts, uh, they are kind of in a mind frame of, looking out ahead of where they're going and kind of locking on to where they're pointed, where you're wanting them to go, and then just simply going there. So that's one version of how you build unity between the horse and the rider. You know, I get an idea in my head, okay, I want to ride all the way across the pasture right up to this tree trunk. And you're working on the horse as you do that. So as you do more and more of basically just these straight lines, it it not only teaches your horse to keep his attention in the middle, it teaches him to keep his body and his feet right in between your legs and right in between your reins. So later on, when you come out of that neutral type position, your horse says, oh, whoa, what's going on here? What do I need to do to get him back to neutral? Because that's where I was taught to be at, you know, so getting them in a habit of being like that is a very, very important thing to do. Uh, now, generally, you know, if your horse is inattentive on the ground, he'll be inattentive while on his back or some version of that uh, or vice versa. You know, if he's inattentive on his back, he's probably not paying very good attention while you're on the ground. So probably a good place to start this is on the ground. So We'll keep the topic mostly on fixing it on the ground. So at every clinic that we do, and we, we do these clinics all over the country, there's always there's always a few horses where when we begin, you know, the owners lead the horses up into the arena, and the horse is just looking left and right and 
kind of running around on the end of the lead, running over the owner, winning, and just, you know, kind of, ah, kind of a mind frame, like kind of being nuts. And what we generally do is we do uh, some of the things we do. One of them is, is uh, we'll be standing there holding the horse on the lead line, and then the horse will decide it wants to, like, walk off and kind of walk right past me or uh excuse me or the owner and what we do is we just let him do it and as he walks past us we just kind of use the end of the lead rope to have him disengage his hind end so basically to where every time he wants to kind of run past us or walk past us we just let him but then we just turn him and face him back up to us so after about four or five of those he's like man every time i walk off i get out to the end of this lead rope and then uh, you know, we kind of spank him on his hip with the end of the lead and it makes him swing his butt around. So now he's facing us again. So that's one thing we'll do. Other things we'll do is we'll just start, uh, bumping and shaking the lead rope every time he's moving around. And every time he gets kind of still, we let the lead rope get really still. And then as these horses advance through the groundwork that we do at these clinics, they start getting in more and more of a habit of kind of being like, man, maybe the thing I really need to pay attention to is the human because at any given moment they could, you know, ask me to do something. Now, some other things that go along with the horse's attention, and it's kind of interesting, but generally speaking, anytime you have a horse that's inattentive, he'll also be spooky on the ground and while on the back. And because of that, he will generally also have some magnets. So, see, even a horse's lack of attention is going back to a horse's basic instinct of self-preservation. So, as we as we get better at communicating clearly with these horses, people really underestimate how powerful clear communication is as far as making a horse confident and less spooky and... Uh, improving his ability to pay attention. So, you know, like if, if I'm hanging out with somebody and they don't really make me, well, for one, you know, if they're not very interesting or if they're trying to tell me something, but they just keep on kind of saying a different thing each time, or if they're, you know, like screaming and cussing at me or something like that, we'll see. All of those things will cause me to not pay attention to that person. And I will not only get to where I don't really want to pay attention to that person, but I want to find something else to pay attention to because it darn, I darn sure don't want it to be that person. So if it's really bad, it could be any little old thing that could get me really distracted and you know really focused on it. Uh, when I say any little old thing, like a squirrel running across a branch, uh, a dead limb falling out in the woods. And if, if this same person that we're talking about in this scenario is also going to be making me feel very vulnerable because like, let's say I'm, I was hoping to rely on this person to, kind of let me know what the deal was and let me know everything was okay. Well, if if they're not able to do that either, which they probably won't be because they're 
not even able to communicate something to me that I feel is worth paying attention to. Uh, well, see, I'm, I'm also going to start getting kind of, uh, kind of spooky around that person. So the, uh, the, the real, real truth behind getting a horse's attention the way it needs to be is a lot more rooted in our ability to interact in a good way with horses more so than what are the three magical steps I do to get my horse to pay attention. Uh, and there's also, this was a long time ago, but we went over to a, to do a clinic on the East coast. And there was a girl there that had a horse that was, uh, when she was riding him, he was just kind of all over the place. Like he was so distracted. Like he could, he couldn't even, he couldn't even walk a straight line. So we had her uh, do some of the things that we talked about here, and it was really neat to see uh, to see the change in the horse as this as this rider started just working on some of those little things to improve her ability to clearly communicate things to the horse. Uh, so you know, as as it got more clear of what was expected of the horse, as that got more clear to this horse. him to try to hone in and start thinking about uh, the things that this person was doing and all of this and we we filmed the whole thing it's part of our uh, course on the buckaroo crew about uh, earning your horse's attention span basically and if this is your first time listening in case you don't know what the buckaroo crew is the Buckaroo Crew is a website with all of these different videos. A lot of them are behavioral and psychological uh, horse training type videos, and other ones are more rooted in performance, like getting a better stop or eliminating head tossing. But anyways, there's I think we have over 400 of them, but we have all these different videos uh, for different types of ways to help your horses in different scenarios. And that is uh, com. So you can go check that out if you want to see this podcast or any of these other podcasts. Uh, if you want to see the actual, basically, video version where we're actually doing the things we talk about in these podcasts. Uh, there's a virtual clinic on there to where it uh, it's basically just different bits and pieces from the clinics we do around the country kind of highlighting the most important things and uh that one is a that's probably our best one really so uh you can always go and check all those out so i uh, hope that that helps i uh, hope that helps you out julie and anybody else that's listening i hope that helps you out and gives you some things to think about and maybe some ideas to try if your horse seems to have some cases of ADD going on. All right. Thanks for listening and we will catch you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James podcast, real simple horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 